Hey everyone, it's Mallow, your host of Identico After Dark and the creative director here for Identico. Before we get started, I just wanted to let you know that this episode is brought to you in part by Gamers Heaven and their newest location just north of Seattle, Washington. There, in a family-friendly and welcoming environment, you can play tabletop or video games, read manga, or just relax with friends and sample some amazing drinks from their boba tea bar. If you want to learn more, log on to GamersHeavenSeattle.com to see hours and location. Now let's get on with the show. Hello, Fringers. The following podcast may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Evening and welcome to episode 12 of Chaos Incorporated, a, an identical actual play live stream. I'm Alex the Humagoid, and I am once again joined by our very awesome cast playing Apex, one of our intrepid happer, hackers, and Shepherd. with a phenomenal new hairstyle. It is Steph. Ahoy there. Next, we have playing Zed Lane. Our corp operative is Caleb. Greatness is a transitory experience. That's a new one. That was when, is, when is it your turn then? That's a. F- <laughs> that hurts my insights. We just, we just <laughs> fired right out the gate. Man. Wow. Look at Maxi. And speaking of <laughs> playing Maxi, a former Leo, and a mysterious visual mysterious allies, is Michael. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. and finally playing chone our other intrepid hacker is kaylee don't blink blink and you're dead they're fast faster than you can believe do not turn your back don't look away and don't blink good luck or kaylee will like make a cutting comment on you during your intro an amazing (laughs) that's true i love love you caleb but i love Uh, you caleb but still yeah Okay, if you want to know more about Identico, you can find the core rulebook at playidentico.com and at DriveThruRPG for the PDF version, which right now is on their whole site Cyberpunk sale, so you can grab the core rulebook for only $12.79. Okay, and most of our adventures there are also like a buck off, so there are some amazing deals right there. We are like six five six copies away from being a silver bestseller so tell your friends we need to sell just a few more we get that nice cool logo on our book so please buy some more copies it's a dark fine book you should totally buy a copy for like gifts it's christmas time right Exactly. Mm-hmm. And we will be doing another Merry Heisman thing. I've been writing on that this week. Uh, you can also find our groups of short stories in the identical world on Amazon.com. Search for In Defiance of Chaos. Um, also, if you want to check out our back stuff, we're on YouTube. Just search for Identico. Last week on our Identico After Dark, we did a, a deep dive into Dune and just sci-fi adaptations in general and kind of how sci-fi is adapted into film. So with that, we'll recap our last episode. So to begin the episode, the team was firmly ensconced in the safe house provided by Max, provided to Maxi by the enigmatic group known only as Providence. The team locks up a still very drugged red cap in one of the holding cells below one of the garages on the compound. Maxi then gave a very thorough tour of the facility to the team, explaining to them the rules along the way. Chone and Apex grab some fancy new glows from the equipment rooms. Maxi sets the team's accesses to the facilities and show them how to get to the bug out tunnels, you know, just in case. 
Uh, the team started getting questions via email from their actual employer, Omni, who we all almost forgot about, which the team has started responding to, so the plug isn't pulled on their hops. They're vague and corporate speak, and so for now, they seem to have held them off. The IOG contacts them and sets up a meet to have someone come to the team and verify that the person they have captured is actually Redcap. Then Zed goes to interrogate Redcap. Redcap gives out loads of information about some of these conspiracies that have been happening to Zed. Redcap tells the team that whatever information situation has everyone from the IOG to Lost of Gods running scared has them put in as a variable, and they don't know why. The team learns that all four were members of Lost of Gods have proxies. Such as these are the chief lieutenants for them. Redcap is the proxy for Allison Quintero at Identico Corp. After some back and forth, the team tells the IOG they're going to meet them at a farmhouse not too far from the compound. Uh, the team takes Redcap to the meet site to find the person who can possibly ID him. After they enter a few, the farmhouse a few miles away, Maxie stays there while the rest of the team goes to meet the contact. And the person who is sent is Jackson Howe's proxy, Nara Ishikawa. They bring her back to the farmhouse and she identifies that the person they have captured is indeed Redcap. Chon tells the IOG to meet them at the drop location where they picked up Nara in 90 minutes so they can grab Redcap. And that is where we will begin today's episode. So, you were all standing, except for Redcap, who's sitting bound to a chair, um, in the living room of this very tacky farmhouse with cat plates on the wall and pictures of Elvis. But as Maxie <laughs> pointed out, curiously, no pictures of anybody who lives there with... Redcap, Nara Ishikawa, and the four of you. And that's where we'll start. Nara looks over at, at the four of you and says, So, what's next? We're bringing him in now that you've confirmed he is who he says he is. When are they doing the pickup? Uh, 90 minutes. Okay. Is there any booze in this place? I look at Maxie. She's like, we have some time to kill. There may be. I can go check the kitchen. Okay. Maxie will go into the kitchen and look for some booze. There is some cheap, cheap, like, rye whiskey. Like, bottom shelf gallon plastic jug military special I like to think that the couple that lives here kept old mason jars as glasses <laughs> okay. okay I'll go with Maxie it will get, uh, he'll grab a few old mason jars out of one of the cabinets and bring them in and set them on a nearby table it's not the best but it will do he looks at the jug she's like yeah, it'll do. I've had worse. Uh, Nara standing there again. She's wearing a, a straight up jumpsuit because it appears that she parachuted in from wherever she came from. Um, she's a woman of Asian descent. She looks to be a five, seven, five, eight, very lithe. Uh, but you could tell it's like not a lot of makeup, not a lot of things. Short bob haircut, very practical. She goes, you pour or I pour? 
I can pour. You are our guest, after all. She kind of inclines her head toward you. And Maxie will pour a few uh, fingers of rye in each of these small mason jars. Shrunk kind of takes a look at Redcap and then looks at Nara and raises a hand. Kind of like, doesn't want to interrupt the drinking, but obviously wants to say something. Uh, Nara looks at you, kind of looks over at everybody else. She goes, is that something you guys do? Hand? Just being polite. Um, so Redcap here has said that, uh, well, when we first got here, we were being mm-hmm. tailed instantly. Yeah. Apparently his boss wanted to know about us. Were you guys also tailing us at that point? Uh, kind of. We were all kind of working together on this thing to figure out what you were here to do. And that's the only reason. Yeah. Because as small corp from South America sent a team of people to open some business channels. Mm-hmm. That just seems like a awful lot of trouble to go to for four relative unknowns. Just a fourth rate royal got assassinated by a pseudo anarchist group in southern Europe and what happened? I didn't watch that season. It started the largest war that had ever occurred to that point in human history. Very surreptitiously, Chone is uh, doing a search on that. Oh, because uh, even the smallest variable can cause a big problem. Bingo. We don't know why, but you're a variable. It's, It's interesting, though, that and I uh, kind of look at Redcap, and I actually say this to Redcap. If I think that if you, you all hadn't been trailing us and checking up after us, we wouldn't be here right now. We literally were here for business opportunities. Mm-hmm. So technically, you've—it's the whole observer's paradox thing. You've changed the subject by viewing the subject. Yeah, that was brought up. That's the problem. (laughs) Do you ignore it and hope it goes away? Or do you just move on? Or do you interact? Okay. I guess that pretty much answers my question on that. So So a follow-up question. Uh, You wanted to observe them as a variable. Do you believe this variable was a problem? What was your conclusion? We still don't know. And quite frankly, now everything's kind of in chaos. And so we're not really sure. Fair. Well, I mean, on the bright (laughs) side, we seem to be working towards the same end goal as you are. She, like, takes a drink and sighs. And she says, the problem is, is we don't know what end goal we're working toward. That seems counterintuitive. You don't know your end goal? We don't know if the end goal is... Yeah, basically. Interesting. 
Hmm. So how, how do you work toward an end goal that you don't know what it is? You or, just are you just, or are you just thwarting each other? Right now, we're just kind of operating and reacting, trying to see what's going to happen next. Hmm. That doesn't seem well advised. It's not well advised, but we're not really sure what else to do. She's like, let me break this down for you. She's like, in political theory, there's a thing called a total war scenario. Are you familiar with this term? I have heard of it. Okay. So in total war scenarios, it's lottie dotty everybody. We haven't seen a total war scenario in 150 years, right? It's always Bush wars or global wars on terror or whatever else it is, right? Conflicts, police actions. The IOG's computer predicted there was a total war coming. Hey, let me guess, and they don't know where or when it's going to start. Bingo. Or why. We think we might have sussed out why. And it has been verified that the analysis that was run was not compromised in any way. Is there a party that would benefit from a total war scenario? Not that we can figure out. That's just it. In this scenario, nobody seems to win, but we just, that's it. We don't know what's happening. But somewhere along the line, the machine spit out various variables that were going to affect the total war scenario, and your names popped on the list. What's Redcap doing while she's explaining all this? He's kind of like, like, just sitting there. He's really not doing anything. He's just kind of like, meh. I was just curious if he reacted or I could pick up any sort of subtle reaction to what she's explaining. Give like me an insight he... check. Bum, bum, bum. I just leveled that up with some skill points. <laughs> hey, and yeah, dude, we, get, we got skill points because we leveled up, didn't we? That's a you really did. good roll. Sure Let did. me do some math. 26. The leveling process was extremely easy, gentlemen. 34. <laughs> okay, with that, you sense a bit of surprise, but you think he's surprised that she's just being so forthcoming. There's nothing about what she's saying where he's like, this is all information he already knew. He's surprised that she's just telling you. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to see if like he he had any kind of reaction or subterfuge, but mm-hmm. that that feel that makes sense anyway, given the situation. Mm-hmm. So does our interaction here and our obvious siding 
with the IOG make it more likely that there's going to be total war or less likely? He goes, I have no idea. That's above my pay grade. <laughs> so our decisions today could or could not cause a total war scenario. Yeah. Oh. That helps me okay. sleep at night. Uh, the goal is not. Right. Oh, yeah. 100% just, I'm on board with the whole not. Okay. Just to clarify, so we're all on the same page. <laughs> she goes, well, from what I understand, at this point, we may not have a choice. We may have already reached past the touch point. There, there, there's got to be a choice. Right? Like... Well, I mean, it, 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 whatever you do is going to affect things. There was a bard in the 20th century that wrote, if you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice. Hmm. Right. But the problem is, is that we don't know which way that pushes things. That's why we're just reacting and doing the best we can. What is likely to be done with Redcap? I don't know. I was just sent here to identify him. You're handing him over to the IOG, right? Yes. I imagine they're going to put him in some very uncomfortable positions. But, you know, he's probably going to sing like a bird. She looks over at Redcap. She goes, you never thought you'd get caught, did you? He's like, nope, never crossed my mind. Well, goes, but apparently this... <laughs> and he, he kind of like inclines toward the player group. He goes, apparently this is the wild card. We are pretty wild. Maxi pours himself another two fingers of the wonderful rye and walks over to uh, the nearest couch to take a seat. Uh, last month was a very good year. The squeak of plastic as he sits down. <laughs> Last month. <laughs> if, uh, Alex, correct me if I'm wrong, but we're going basically back to the same drop point where we picked up Nara, right? Yeah, that's what you that's, sent them. That's about 20 minutes away. Yes, so you, okay. you've you been we in got, here for about 15. Okay, got we got another, yeah, okay. okay. Like another is hour. The, is the plan that we're all going... Or do we have a plan for that? Uh, uh, I have no idea myself. I've, my only understanding is that per Chone, we are meeting them in 90 minutes. I would suggest that uh, Maxi possibly goes and scouts the area early just to kind of get the lay of the land, possibly do some overwatch things, whatever you do. Are you expecting subterfuge from I the IOG? No, but... We also know that there are nothing secure right now, and there are there are people leaking things all over the place. So the, that's why I wanted to do this fast. The faster we move, the less time they have to react. When you say leaking, she uh, she kind of like slaps Redcap on the shoulder like this, like backhands him. She's like, like your boss. We didn't know it, but she's the leak. And then he chuckles like, yeah, that's a problem.
All right. Okay. If the three of you, the four of you, I should say, are comfortable here with Red Cap, then I will go scout ahead. Yep. I think we're okay. He's all tied up and everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't really yeah. look like he's yeah, going yeah. anywhere. <laughs> yeah. If he's, he's already secured, then yeah. he still kind of looks like crap because he just came out of a ketamine drug induced thing, and then Maxie put him in a sleeper about an hour after he woke up. Not to mention and all the so, blood loss from having his chip forcibly removed from his arm in the back of a truck. You know, and I imagine he was probably bouncing around a little bit back there while Chone was like trying to ditch out of people, and so. You know, Red Cap basically looks like he has the worst hangover that you could possibly imagine. <laughs> like, he just kind of wants to die right now. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go check the kitchen fridge to see if there's some orange juice or something. No, there's some water. It's staple stuff. I'm going to get him a glass. doesn't go bad very fast. All right, I'm going to get him a glass of water and... As and make sure he doesn't die. As soon as the group confirms that they are fine to watch Redcap, Maxie will leave. Um, right, where's Maxie going? Maxie's going into the tunnel to head back to the main complex okay. and grab one of the unmarked sedans out front. Okay. Um, this going to take a few minutes. Mm-hmm. She, uh, Nara looks at the guys, she's like, you know, any like drinking games. She looks at Zed and she's like, you're awfully quiet over there. Yeah, this is just a hell of a day, you know? She's like, from what I hear, you wanted to come play with the big boys, right? Wanted to work for the IOG, wanted to be one of the big players on the stage, right? Yeah, yeah, but then, you know, your boss made it very clear that probably wasn't the best idea. He's like, he's not my boss. I don't work for the IOG. Someone's boss. Everybody works for someone, right? Sure. Yeah, so I guess we'll just see what shakes out. I think Zed is just a little out of sorts because he hasn't been able to change clothes today. Oh, okay. Rude. Am I wrong? She looks at you. She goes, does he have a skincare regimen? Very detailed. It's actually really impressive. I've been taking notes on it and sharing it online. It's amazing how many people's lives have changed through his uh, regimen. She's like, don't get me wrong. I use this wonderful salt scrub with an apricot base. And oh my God, just clears everything right up. Man, Caleb, I don't know what you did or said to Kaylee in the last like week or two. Uh, I, suggest, I suggest looking back in your memory and figuring it out. I, I was a little bit busy with a very large financial transaction, so I have no idea. I have no problem with Caleb at all. <laughs> I love Caleb. Caleb is wonderful. So she mm-hmm. she looks at Zed. She's like, she's like, yeah, salt scrub, apricot base. What do you use? Oh, gosh. Do we have enough time for this? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> See, it's not uh, just me. 
yeah there's I sit um, down. I, we definitely just, do not. We don't have enough time. As this conversation <laughs> is happening, like you can hear the sound of a car driving past the farmhouse. Chone kind of sits next to Apex and just kind of mutters <laughs> under their breath. I, I use water, some soap. She goes, yeah, I, I use those like wipes, so you, you know you don't have to like yeah. put much effort into it. Yeah. So first, she looks at Zed and she's like, <laughs> she's like. Fuck up, Buttercup. The world already ended. Everything past this is bonus time. Wow. She's like, and then she looks at Apex and she goes, I've heard a lot about you. Oh, that's not concerning at all. (laughs) What have you heard? (laughs) She says, Alondra speaks very highly of you. Oh, well, that's good to hear, actually. She goes, you know who I am, right? Yes, I have uh, put some pieces together. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yay that you heard good things. That's encouraging. You might live through this. Oh, well, that's even more encouraging because I was uh, feeling a little bit uh, in over my head lately. Um, you know. How Don't worry goes. about it. We're all in over our head at this point. Now we're all just trying to smile and drive on. And just and just so you know, she is like probably the best hacker I know. Oh, you're you're too nice. I'm probably. I I'm the I'm the sledgehammer to your like artist's quill. Like I I'm. Go on. You easily can <laughs> you can crack networks like there's no tomorrow. Yeah, crack them in too. <laughs> Hey, sometimes you have to break a nut open. It's just it's the way it yeah. is. I'm good at I'm yeah. good at finding and securing things. Yeah. Yeah. So Maxie, you reach the drop point. Mm-hmm. It's a clearing in the woods where they picked up Nara. Mm-hmm. What are you looking for? Well, he's going to sweep the surroundings using his surveillance skill to see if there's anything here, anything was left behind or anything active to surveil the area. Okay. Give me that check first. Yep. I to use my fancy new dice tray. No. I bought one of these at a catacomb this weekend. I Ooh, love those. Nice. I've got so two pretty. of them. I was actually I just got- looking... I got the faculty discount. It's an easy roll of dice tray. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> I just spent a, a large portion of the day in catalogs looking at dice accessories. Oh, that's they right. Come very, they, come with, they come with a variety of designs. Ooh, shiny. <laughs> yes, uh, I believe that's the Ouroboros design, correct? Okay, so you need to send me whoever that is. Anyway, moving along. <laughs> we'll send you a link. Now back from our commercial break. Easy roller. And I got, I got the spellbook dice tray. Ooh. There you go. That's very nice. That's okay, so we need to easy roller let dice. That, let me do that <laughs> dice check for you. That check you're asking for. Let me see how they roll in my new easy roller dice tray. 
Somebody clip that so we can send it to Easy Roller <laughs> and be like, look, give us money. <laughs> Identical. Tonight's stream is sponsored by That's Easy. Pretty good. That's going to be with the skill surveillance for. That's going to be a 21. Okay. Uh, nothing in the clearing. All right. Anything? Nothing in the tree line either. Sorry, that's kind of. I nope. guess I should have been clearer about the the tree nope. line. Nope. Nothing. All right. And I certainly have no way to check for satellite usage, but uh, I think we're going to proceed on the fact that the coast is clear. So, Maxi will send a brief note to Chone, who gets a text from Hades, and the the text is. Landing site is clear. Proceed. Chun's looking at their glow and kind of shows it to. Should I be concerned about Maxi? I'm always just a little bit concerned about Maxi, um, but I I find it's best to just kind of be like, he he got this. I mean, <laughs> well, he th he thinks he's he thinks he's Hades now. Um, can, is it a code name or like the concussions catching up with? I'm, I'm assuming code name. Uh, you know I that, feel like... that he also picked up a phone at the same time the three of you did. Oh, yeah, that's true. It, maybe right. it's a fancy new new okay. phone. Uh, thumbs up emoji. Oh, now you're speaking his language. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, our so, our drop site is clear. We got about twenty minutes before we should probably head there. Maxie's going to uh, ditch the sedan in the tree line, like uh, deeper into the tree line, okay. and then he's going to use uh, some of his newfound acrobatic skills to position himself uh, in a nice bow of a tree. Okay. Good height and a good clearance spot on the clearing itself. Okay. Give me an acrobatics check. Uh, that is acrobatics. Not ball and bruise your coccyx. That uh, is a parkour skill. <laughs> parkour. Parkour. Uh, that is, that's an 18. Okay. You're up in the tree. All right. And Maxi will settle in and wait. So Nara slams the rest of the drink and is like, so you guys hear any good ones lately? Nothing I really should re repeat. And I mean, I've got some bad ones, not really good ones. So are you coming with us to drop off Red Cap? Is yeah, I got to get out of here. Oh, that's your your ride. It's gonna have to be my ride. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah you probably don't want to go anywhere with us. Jackson called <laughs> and said, "Go to this place and see if these guys actually captured Red Cap." Now, when he called me, I <sighs> thought nobody possibly could have gotten the drop on Red Cap, and Red Cap's like, "Fuck you." <laughs> 
He's like, but apparently you guys are the wild card, which is what I have to think you're the variable of. Joan kind of looks over at Redcap and goes, you make friends so easy, don't you? He goes, not really. I can see why Swan uh, likes you that much, too. Oh, no, me and Swan got into a whole thing about Vancouver. And you're both bitches. I got it. It's like, damn. <laughs> you realize he won the argument now. If you handed me over to him, that would probably be a bad day for me. Yeah, this is much more, uh, much more affirming. Is it a better day for you going to the IOG? No, not really, but it's not worse. I mean, we're really talking about, you know, me dying soon. So that's good. Gotcha. I mean, it's not like you don't have bargaining chips, though, right? Like you've got I don't know. information. How pissed, off, how pissed off do you think Mike Tate is that Rob Barnes is dead? I'm yeah, prob- probably, but you know. I mean, now granted, mm-hmm. and he looks at Nara, he goes, it was your boss that killed him. But you know, it's still going to be put on us as a group. Yes. I feel like we should get some yarn. <laughs> we well, need Nara a wall. You, and Nara goes, here's what happened. She goes, Rob Barnes was one of the founders of the IOG. He created the machine, right? Initially, it wasn't a quantum computer. We have since confirmed that it is not just one, but three quantum computers these things are fed everything the entire grid every day i met them they're very nice and it has a predictive algorithm that nobody really knows how it works but it takes all that data and spits out predictions essentially what's going to happen right so every time you order pizza it takes that data Every time somebody murders a corporate executive, it takes that data. Mm-hmm. It culminates everything. Anyway, Rob Barnes was up to something. He had retired, and then he came out of retirement to check something the IOG had done. Right? Some of our dumber operatives decided to grab him, and he had a little chat with Jackson. That was when we found out about the total war scenario. Now, Allison already knew about it. We found out about that later because she's a bitch. But Jackson finds out about the total war scenario, but he has to kill Rob because Rob was taken to, you know, one of our locations. Can't let him leave. Right. But apparently it was very pleasant up to that point. Um, So he kills Rob Barnes. Mike Tate, who's Rob Barnes' best friend and also one of the founders of the IOG, is a little pissed off. And on top of the fact, the machine is now predicting a total war scenario, which we, again, haven't seen since the 40s. Of the last century. Uh, I got that part. Did it predict the total war before or 
after Barnes was doing his thing? Before. Barnes was brought in to verify because they thought it might be an anomaly and that the machine was malfunctioning. Barnes is the creator of the machine and the one who programmed it initially was brought in to consult to determine whether it was actually real. Barnes's report to the IOG was that he had no reason to doubt after he analyzed it what the machine was saying. But the machine, when it was asked why the Total War scenario was coming, it said, answer non-forthcoming. And it spit out a series of variables, one of which was you. <laughs> oh. I mean, what does it really know about? Uh, never mind. Chon awkwardly <laughs> raises their hand again. When you say you, you mean all of us? Or in, they kind of lean back and wiggle finger at Apex? Just, you know. No, all of you. Okay, okay good. good. Oh, thank <laughs> I'm glad you're relieved by that, too. I was a little concerned yeah. it was like a me and only me kind of thing. Yeah, I was, I was a little worried. It's like, oh, sh- I mean, more stuff I don't understand, but. We're cool. We're cool. Uh, Everything's fine. Okay. She, she's looking at Zed. She's like, "You look pensive." <laughs> He's just. Thinking. She pours him more, more, more alcohol <laughs> in his mason jar. So, how? Hmm. How how well do we know whether this three computer quantum rigmarole is compromised or not? Years, we can tell it's the only thing that's not compromised. It's air gapped from the grid. It's fed manually. I mean, considering some of the things that are out there on the grid that we don't really understand, maybe yeah, it's compromised at a level that we just can't. Again, the, the machine is air gapped from the grid. Uh. Zed's got a point, though. I mean, one of the universal laws of computing is garbage in, garbage out. Right, but if there's somebody feeding bad data, then their predicting their prediction algorithms are based off of bad data. Possible, but it's just fed all of the data. But data can be massaged. The machine's been taught how to look past it. Yeah, but there's no software that's that you. There's no software that's so good that you can't hack it. I mean, Again. yeah, yeah. I ordered pizza two nights ago, but I could very easily go change that order goes, so instead of pizza, goes, it was Chinese. I don't pretend to understand it, but what I'm told is that a quantum computer can't be programmed or reprogrammed that simply. Is. <laughs> Uh, just, just to clarify, uh, this machine, we're talking AI, right? Yeah, we met it. Remember when we were in the room where the thing happened? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that, so, those are the, those are the, I was talking to them and it's like, that was really cool. It was like one of the coolest moments of my life. Should I have asked for an autograph? Uh, Wait, never mind, never mind. It's not important right now. It's not important. Next time, next time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She goes, she says, <laughs> From what I understand, it's a type four quantum AI. It's fully self-aware. Yep. That that matches what I got. Okay. So if it's fully self-aware, could it choose to give you different answers? It could. 
But so we're like, sure that it won't. Well, and technically there are three of them cross and they cross check, I believe. Yes. Okay. So they would have to all three get together and be like, let's tell this lie versus. Yes. Okay. Yep. So the chances of that are pretty slim. Interesting. Um, again, I just feel in over my head. <laughs> uh, she, goes, she goes, I can give you my best guess. I mean, while I appreciate you're being helpful and all, because that's kind of unique in the, like the past week for me. Um, I was told to be helpful. Okay, that, that, that explains it. Go for it. It was my best guess. There's been a cold war going on for the last few years. Next steps of human augmentation, right? How do we survive deep space flight? How do we survive longer term out in the solar system? How do we do all these things? What's the next step after cybernetics? That's what everybody's been after for the last five years. She goes, my guess is it has something to do with that. You work for an augmentation company. And we've seen people who are gifted in that way. She goes, you found one? Oh. Oh, yeah. And she looks like visibly surprised. I got their phone oh, yeah. number. <laughs> Chone points at Zed and just nods. Well played, Zed. He's like, how did it manifest? <laughs> Burning. It was very hot. I, I like, 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 show like the she scarring goes, she that's goes, still healing. She goes moving past the obvious joke there, because burning. What, what joke? It's hot, and then it's burning. Okay, moving past that. Zed, <laughs> <laughs> she's like Zed. You got it. Yes, let's just move on. She's like, how did it manifest? Uh, well, they're not wrong in uh, in our test subjects that we interacted with. They were able to manifest pyrokinetic abilities. Out of nothing. Seemingly. It was some field research. We didn't really have a laboratory setting, but I'm sure we're fighting we... him. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> she chuckles at that. <laughs> He waved his hand and set my arm and leg on fire. I retreated. (laughs) We just got to go maybe have a conversation with uh, Miss Aguilar. That means that they're out in the wild now. And from what we understand, uh, his sister was that way, too. But we don't know. Did he say there was more than a few of them? I believe so. I got about a dozen or so on standby. He goes, do you know if your company's been doing any research into this? Nothing I'm aware of. God, I hope not. But they sent you to Silicon City. Well, fuck. Well, it was more to to, more to counter, uh, you know, upgrade yourself and some of the other big companies that were trying to come together. She goes, right, but why now? Why now? Why here? So with with that 
as kind of a nugget, as an instigation point, can Zed like, put any pieces together he may have recalled from old meetings? Zed started to put the pieces mm-hmm. together last episode, if you remember. <laughs> Zed might have. <laughs> Caleb doesn't always. Oh, even Caleb was, because you were like, wait, I think it's starting to come into focus. Give me... Um, and things happened. Just give me an intelligence check. Twelve. The specifics are eluding your memory right now. But there's something that's bothering you. All right. Oh, hang on. Hang on. This commercial break brought to you by <laughs> Parenting. Parenting. Not a sponsor. It's not for everybody. <laughs> but it and might it be for you. Be. That's I, I have children that. and puppies. Apparently that's a whole thing. Anyway, sorry about that, folks. Moving back along. Back to serious. Okay. Wait, um, when, were, when did we start that? <laughs> Zed doesn't... This you're having a hard time remembering specifics but yeah there's something something's bothering you right now um out of curiosity did you all happen to report the information about the fire magic friend to omni that uh that particular detail was not necessary in any of my corporate updates. Mm, no, no, I can't say I actually remember to do that. No, she. Okay. So, uh, Nara, when when <laughs> Zed says it that way, Nara goes, "Oh, you are smart." <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, this is good. She to looks you. at. She does kind of this thing with Zed, and she's like, "You and I, we can get along." <laughs> So you're saying, just because I, I like recounting the obvious, you know, in case there's anyone that's feeling lost right now, I, I just feel like yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. but me recounting this is just obviously because that's reasons. It's um, for listeners. It's for the listeners. Yeah. yeah. Watch I, I'm talking in character, Michael. Calm down. <laughs> oh. oh, no. I, I'm not there, so whatever I say, it doesn't matter. That's them too. That that's pretty much how I treat you every day. I know. Um, <laughs> oh, now I feel bad. <laughs> Just in case there's anybody you know who's confused, like Red Cat. So the theory is that Omni sent us here to find these enhanced people to try and secure them for ourselves, so we could get a leg up here, a leg up on everybody. I, th- I think that's a good theory. I'm sorry to say. That helps. So if that's the Cold War, then the Hot War starts soon. So this will be fun for all of us. Can we like go the not war path? Is that born <laughs> in the machine? It's an 86% likelihood, and we maybe pass the touch point. That's what I heard anyway. 
So now it's a matter of damage control. We think. But we're not sure. 14% still 14%. I mean, that's yeah. not nothing. That That's... You know. Does anyone in the room know what the other variables were beyond the four of us schmucks? Yeah. My boss, Rob Barnes, the head of the IOG. Okay. Um, out of curiosity, was there any variable uh, in the CEOs of what was it that Maxi killed? I can't remember. <laughs> Going back to our notes now. Sorry. <laughs> Which ones? Uh, so Maxi killed two COOs. Okay. Okay. In, yeah, during the uh, during the club fight. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, and he killed the servant, the COOs of Urban Warfare and Dynamic Design, but did not kill Kelly Aguilar. I know. <laughs> uh, so did, did the death of those two COOs happen to tip the scales in any way? She's like, I have no idea. I don't have direct access to the machine. Oh, well. I work for Jackson, not the IOG. Fuck the IOG. They've been hunting me for years. Okay. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, if the IOG has been hunting you, is taking the IOG a very good idea? Oh, no, they stopped that once, you know, Jackson flipped. Uh, okay. Hey, <laughs> are you keeping up? Okay. Okay. She's like, and she goes, oh, yeah, the Jackson I'm, like, I'm, I'm 100% like, on board. She looks at Apex and she's like, but you knew that. Well, I knew that. <laughs> There's been a lot in this conversation I didn't necessarily know. I did know that part. Um, okay, so how does the IOG feel about Jackson? Good question. Don't know. Ugh. Right now Listen, they're not killing him, so that's probably a bonus. Probably. I feel like I'm... A not only in over my head, but I feel like I'm a bit of a pawn, and I don't know how the players are moving me. I know what I can see on the board, but I don't... She goes, has anyone uh, told you to do anything? Mm, there's, There's been some direction. But very little. I, I just... I... You're more like a wind-up toy that they wound up, put, put, pointed in a direction, and said, go. And you went. I don't think that's any better. I don't, I don't feel comforted by that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Chan. I, that's, <laughs> I, I don't feel comforted <laughs> by being a wind-up toy versus a pawn. I, I still feel like. At least with a pawn, you, <sighs> somebody's, you know, picking you up and setting you down. At least once they release you, you can kind of go do whatever you're going to do. In the direction they pointed me. Yeah, but have you not changed direction? And pawns can become other pieces. <sighs> she looks at you and she goes, I thought that was checkers. Oh, yeah, I was trying to work that out. <laughs> no, once your pawn advances to the rearmost rank, it can become another 
Oh, you there get, you in go. checkers, it's the same thing. You get kings. And then you're the double checkers that can kind of pop all over. But oh, the pawn, so something go. happened to the pawn when they get to the other end of the board? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? How have we'll, I never known that? <laughs> I'll teach you how to play chess after that. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> we might need the distraction. <laughs> okay. What's the thing we can do? So, time check. How are we doing? Uh, you need to leave in about five minutes. Okay. Everybody get, get loaded up. We're going to go now. Okay. He goes, Red Cap looks at it. He goes, well, this has been fun. Um, could we not beat the crap out of me or drug me before we have to move me again? Because I feel like shit. The guy uh, that does I'm, that's gone. We're fine. Yeah, yeah we're I, fine. I think you're just, we keep you tied up, right? And Yeah, we're just going to keep you secure. Yeah. Like a... We, we do have weapons, so, you know, don't try any funny business. He's like, dude, even even at my best, I'd have a hard time fighting Nara. And he points at Nara. <laughs> he goes, at right now, she just stabbed me in the neck and it'd be over with. I look at Nara and I'm like, yeah, I think that's probably accurate. So <laughs> I think we're good. No need to. No if need you to need a you. blade, let me know. I have She's like, oh, no, I have one. And she reaches into her bodysuit. She's like, by the way, you guys didn't search me in the future. Maybe search people for weapons. I am not an expert in espionage. I am a freelance hacker. All right. We're we're going to be docking Maxie's pay for this. He missed that. (laughs) Maxie didn't go. Doesn't matter. I'm still going to blame him. Maybe he could instruct. He's in charge of security. Y'all pick up Red Cap and jump in the car that you got outside and start heading towards the rendezvous point. Yep. Chone actually like shows Apex that they got their driver's license for Silicon City finally. Ooh. Very nice. Out of character, I spent experience (laughs) points on that. I leveled up. Hell yeah. Uh, As you're driving, uh, so Chone's in the front in the driver's seat. Uh, Who's sitting up front, Apex or Zed? Shotgun. Apex. So Zed, you're sitting. (laughs) Zed, you're sitting in the back next to Red Cap, and he kind of nudges you with his elbow, and he goes, "You're not a bad guy." Depends who you ask, but I try. He goes, you're not a bad guy. You could have been much worse about this. And? It's like, I'm just letting you know you're not the bad guy. Appreciate it. He goes, think about that. And you all will continue driving up the mountain. So you get there. Uh, Maxie, you see the car approach from the west. He keeps the scope on it. Okay. You see the team. Yep. Nobody's there. You see the team with Red Cap in the back seat. Uh, Red Cap is wedged in the back seat between Zed and Nara. Apex and Chona are in the front seats. What are you all doing? I'm going to send a message to uh, 
my buddy at the IOG and just say, we're here. Yeah, it's he says uh, three minutes out. I relay that to everybody within range, which is everybody. I use our comms, though, so I don't actually say it out. Yeah. Okay, so Redcap, any last, uh, I don't know, information? Any messages you want to pass on? Conversation? I don't know. He kind of like looks around for a minute and he's like, I really wish I had something profound to say. But at this point, it's kind of like, a, I don't know. You know, so that's relatable. <laughs> so as you are standing there, Maxi, give me a perception check. Mm-hmm. That is a 18. I think that is a, where'd it go? Where'd it go? 20, just dirty 20. Hey, so about three miles out, you see one transport drone escorted by two fighter drones. As you are watching them, they get to about a mile out. As they reach about a mile out, you hear And you see streaks coming out of the tree line. We didn't hear anything. That fully didn't translate. See here. Oh shit. And you see streaks coming out of a tree line about four miles east of you, and they hit the transport drones. Uh. Um Maxi will will uh we don't really have comms um at this point anyway Maxi will send a note to Chone get clear get clear and Maxi oh, going to make his way down from the tree um so Maxi the last thing you see is is railgun shots coming out of the tree line uh, again about 4 miles east of you hitting all of the drones and they've shot them like they're in tailspins into the trees. But at this distance, I could not tell if the drones were IOG drones, if they were Omni Oh, yeah, drones. no, you, you're guessing they were IOG drones. Like, they're... Okay, so something from the tree line, you know, four miles away, shot down the IOG transport drones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, everybody get clear. <laughs> you know, get clear, get clear, get clear. Like... I, I wish there was an emoji I could use for that, but where are you all oh, There's a bunch of poop. What are you doing? Poop and fire. Poop and fire. Poop and fire. You, the, the, other of you, the others of you in the in the in the car, you kind of hear that distant crop sound of distant explosions. Uh, that overpressure oh, sound. Sh- Where? Shit. Where's Maxi? And then that's when Chone gets the message of get clear, get clear, get clear. Maxi is already making his way down from the tree he was in and headed toward the sedan he ditched in the tree line. Chone shows the calm to Apex. Do you mean get out of the car? Do, like get out of here? Uh, Do we drive or? Drive. drive? Start okay. by driving. Chone drive just fast. starts the car and turns around goes, and tears off. So, Sonara looks at Apex and goes, 
ask him for a sit rep. What just happened? I will text. What's up? Actually, so. you can speak to text. It's okay. uh, easy so, yeah, technology. So, so you know, uh, Maxi is like churning to the car. Railgun shots from four miles out took out IOG transports. I will read it out loud when I get the the message. Um, bad news. Bad news. They were compromised. Okay. So then I feel like we're compromised. Um, so there's another text that comes into They didn't attack us, so probably not. Yet. Another text comes into Apex. Prepare to head back to the facility. <laughs> That's where Trone uh, is heading right now. Yeah, drive drive back. I I I can't go back or I'm I'm heading that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Yep, just keep keep moving. We'll um, figure this out as we go. Zed, we Zed, this. can you can you put like hood hoodies on them so they can't see where we're going? Maxie would insist on that. Well, I don't know if that's a priority right now. They, if I I don't remember did anybody put hoodies on them when they left because I don't remember. Nope. Saying that. <laughs> I no. thought you put I thought you put one on Red Cap. No, Red he Cap did, but you un- didn't. Red Cap was <laughs> unveiled when we had to show identity. You know. right. and then you right. asked me to and then you asked me to leave to go take care of the other thing so right but that's what I'm saying is we're we're, we're, if we're heading back to the secure facility Chon would remember that you had red hooded when we left them. but no. when we left what with I'm red cap, he is, wasn't yeah, hooded when you guys took him brought him from the facility to the clearing you oh. had the hood back on him <laughs> and you didn't hood Nara so they know <laughs> I'm just a hacker. You guys, I don't know these things. We're not trained for this shit. When you send the security guy away so you can have your little party. (laughs) Hey, security Uh, guy, you you have to see the fireworks. I'm driving here. Just, just drive. Just drive. It's okay. What do you think I'm doing? I'll handle the texting. You can, you can do the driving. (laughs) Maxie's going to like hop in the sedan, drive about a mile down the road. Turn like mm-hmm. again, kind of throw the sedan off the road or drive it off road, try and put it in some cover, and then take up a position off the road just to see if they continue this way or if they are just advancing on the clearing. Give me a perception check. Can I use uh gorilla tactics? Yes, you can. But you're gonna have to get closer. Okay. I'll uh I'll do the perception first. Uh 21. This- Galaxy die is amazing. Uh, again, a very <laughs> wonderful die. It's a galaxy die. We need sponsors. Any of you people yeah, want yeah, to sponsor yeah. us? It's from Chessex. We're all bored. Chessex dice. <laughs> um, okay. You see three Ravs making their way through the tree lines. They're camel painted. It's three different models. But it looks like somebody dropped Rob somewhere in the woods to intercept those IOG drones. That would be your guess. Okay. And and from what I can tell, at least at this distance, they are uh, there's no identifying marks. They're just camo revs. Yep. Okay. And they are converging on the clearing. Uh, they're moving generally west. I don't think they really know where they're going yet. That's the sense you're getting. 
but they don't moving, know. Sorry, the censure getting is they didn't know where the rendezvous point was, but they knew the drones were coming, and so they hit the drones. Okay. And Joan, that's when you get a message from the IOG saying our drones were compromised. We're compromised. Stand by. Standing by. They are just off Thumbs up emoji. Um, are we on a paved road or a dirt road? Paved. Okay. So we don't At have to worry point. about tracks or anything. No. Okay. Um, yeah, I think standing by, Just let's just keep on the move. And uh, so, Joan, are you heading back to the compound? Yes. Okay. So you're driving back to the compound. I'd like to keep my eyes peeled as we're driving, like looking around for any sign of being followed. Give me a, give me a perception check. Okay. Sorry, cat on lap. Maxie, what are you doing now? And the drone, the rabs were headed west, and then to my recollection, generally is, west. Yeah, is the compound to the east? Or yeah, north or no, south? It's to the west. That's right next to the ocean. I got a twenty-two. Um, Max, you, you will. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you let you uh, deal. Do apex first, and then we'll. There's about a dozen high out or medium out drones above you not they don't look to be tailing but they look like they're they look like they're setting up a search net okay you get a you get a and then you get a text from maxi or sorry your your text also comes from hades <laughs> abort compound compromised Head south. Uh, okay, so south. Are there trees to the south? Like, could we go off road? No, there's no, <laughs> there's trees to the east, which is where yeah. all that stuff was that you were trying to get to. Um, I just made an assumption that the the road that they're on is probably going north and south before it kicks west. It does, and so this is old highway one. And it runs down the Pacific coast, like on the water. Is and it there, runs all the way back down to Silicon City. Is there anywhere like we could veer off um, where we would have cover? In um, the immediate area? I mean, yeah. yes. So once you get about five miles south of where you are, you start getting into some thicker wood lines and you can veer left. It looks like, based on what you're seeing on your glow, that there's two secondary roads that run east into the woods. Okay. So I'm going to relay that to Chone um, and tell them to drive that direction um, All right, keep an eye out for those roads and cut over on the second one yeah I'd like to get us some cover in case those drones notice us yep okay so Chone you're driving yep Zed not a whole lot I can do in the back seat here what are Nara and Redcap doing 
Um, Redcap's kind of just like shaking his head and chuckling, and Nara appears to be thinking. I, I will, I will join the thinking brigade. <laughs> we'll take care of it with thinking. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Uh, Joan, you get down that far about five minutes later, and mm-hmm. you think you see the road that you're supposed that you're trying to take the left on. That'll take you east into the wood line. Yep. How deep do you want to go? Uh. It- Basically, I'm going to start heading east until I find the road. And I'm going to relay find another major road to start come back south. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to relay take, this course to Maxi. Yeah, if way. I have to take dirt roads and whatever, just I'm going to keep heading south and east. Okay. <laughs> well, that's a plan. That's always what you want to hear. <laughs> um, so almost immediately, the elevation starts to change and you're climbing rapidly. You're in thick forest, but you're climbing at a very rapid rate. Okay. Up some pretty steep foothills. Um, Are there any campgrounds get- or anything that we see... Not that's marked, no. Okay. I mean, there's there's places, there's like clearings and like hollows that you can stop in. But no, like, no, like actual campgrounds or anything. No. No. Um, you get about four miles up the mountain and you run into a T intersection that goes both north and south. Head south. Okay. So you appear to be sitting on the crest of the mountain. You're still in fairly thick forest. How far do you want to follow this road? Uh, Until I can turn off of it. As soon as I can head, preferably east, but if I have to go back a little bit west, I'll cut. All right. If you want to head east... You run into another secondary road about three miles down that ridge. And you look like you're coming down on the other side of some hills. And you head into a valley. Um, you see a big clearing to your right. And okay. then it looks like it goes back up into some steeper mountains. Okay, that... <laughs> Again, I'm just um, going to keep going south and east as best I can because I really don't. So, where do you want to veer more, south or east? South. South nice. is the main direction we want to kind of. Chona is heading back towards the relative anonymity of Silicon City. Okay. Because they also think that that's probably the last place they would look for us. Okay. While you're driving south along that road, Maxi, what are you doing? Uh, knowing, realizing that they are getting ready to put out a search net based on my tactics knowledge, um, Maxie's going to hop back in the car and he's headed directly back to the facility. They already know its general location, so they're going to find it eventually. And he needs to 
he needs to clean the place. Okay, so you get back to the facility. You're actually back at the facility by the time they're heading south. What are you doing there? Um, he is headed directly into the sub-basement uh, where the the control room was, uh, mm-hmm. in the large hangar facility. He goes in, slaps another code into the side panel, and a previously hidden terminal pops out from the wall. Mm-hmm. And that terminal requires him to set in uh, a couple of access codes. He used to, has to use a retinal scan and a handprint. And then he has to use, he pulls out uh, of his pocket a very small item, pricks his finger and puts his finger on a little siphon. And you see just a little bit of blood run from the the reader into some kind of capsule and just like disappear. Mm -hmm. And then red lights go on in the facility and there is a a five minute countdown. (laughs) Okay. Uh, All right. No, there's a 10 minute countdown. That makes more sense. Now, where are you going now? So he will then leave that room, go uh, one room up to the supply room, grab uh, basically a grenade bandolier, uh, a large, like 30 cal machine gun, mm-hmm. and uh, another two magazines of ammunition for his carbine, and head back up to his car and just hightail it. And which way are you going? Um, I got the co- the last coordinates that Apex sent sent them said they were kind of going south south yeah correct I've been Ish. updating you okay. this whole time so all right so right now as you get done with that they're about eighteen miles south by southeast from where you are okay. and it looks like Chon is about to take a a run east um. The road that she's about to get on is a little dicey. Um, there will be uh, the group will get a note from Maxi. Um, Hades, all of their phones laid up with a with a text from Hades. <laughs> we'll meet you at your destination. Cut contact now. What's what destination? What's the destination? <laughs> Where? <laughs> And and uh, uh, Maxi keeps the key, he's keeping his glow, but he he is popping the the chip out. Then you don't okay. get the question mark question mark question mark emojis. That is exactly oh. what Apex sent to at the same exact time. Show <laughs> you hook east. You go back up another set of hills, and the road ends. Oops. Um, Turn around. <laughs> okay, let's let's talk as we as we go. What what's our destination? Uh, I, I was just heading vaguely has, back towards Silicon City. Okay, has IOG done anything other than get their drones blown up? I've been a little bit busy driving. They hand you their glow again. You, okay. That message there. You can ask them. WTF? Okay. WTF, send. No, not, <laughs> not literally. Use corpo speak. I don't do corpo speak. <laughs> uh, the message you get back is our drones were compromised. <laughs> we're sending out ground teams now. But this might get silly. Silly? 
ask them if we have what? a safe house we can get to that they can meet us at that won't be compromised. Okay, I will text back safe house, question mark, question mark, question mark, drop point, and like 10 question marks. Um, they tell you they're looking. Oh my god. They're, they're just, let's, let's, they're worthless. I don't, <laughs> why? They, basically their message is, we're trying to figure out what's not compromised. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. What's going so, on? Uh, they're trying to figure out what's not been compromised. Uh, so basically they're just, you know, sitting around twiddling their thumbs while we, um, we do this. Um, Chun yeah, does like an eight point turn and starts heading back down the road and tries to find a different route to continue okay. south. You're right there. Other than that, I'm just, I'm <laughs> keeping an eye out for like a police blend in for a little while, like a campground or a shopping mall or something. Oh, no, you're on the waste right now. Like, right. this is outside uh, the metros. There's nothing. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, you see, so you, you veer back to the main road and continue heading south. Zed, Apex, do you guys know anybody out here? Give us some shelter or help Ooh. us? Can I spend ID points? You can. To have good, good call. Since I have yet to spend any. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, how many ID points did we get when we leveled up? <laughs> or did uh, we? Difference between five and six. Let me pull up my. <laughs> five and six thousand. Got it. <laughs> uh, you oh, got so we're at thousand. Okay. Oh, let's just like let's spend some points. Um, so, <laughs> can I have like a like a, a friend with a, a cabin? You can spend friend, friends in low places. Yeah. Maybe I've like. Hey, what are you what are you sending to this friend? Um. Who are they? Oh gosh. Okay. So let's see. So it's a friend I've um, like crashed with kind of like after um, the whole upgrade yourself thing um, when I was sort of like getting into freelancing. And so they're kind of doing the freelance thing themselves um, and got a cabin you know, out here just to stay off the grid. And so I will send uh, a message and uh, say, Hey, old friend, <laughs> in a bit of a bind, possibly have some people looking for us. Def definitely have some people looking for us. Any chance we could uh, crash just like old times? Winky how face. many ID points would you like to spend? How many would you like to have? It's at least 500. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's. And if I spend more, do I get more? More likely this is going to go off the way you want it to go. Uh, I, 1,500 is friends in low places, so I'd do that. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Okay. 1,500. Um, they get back to you. 
and they send you basically a pin and some baseline directions. And with the message, what kind of fresh hell are you bringing down on me? <laughs> Why do they keep asking that? You know, I'm I'm just gonna send back, you know me, and oh, over God. my head. <laughs> uh, they send no. back, you you owe me, but you have a pin. I know. It's about nine <laughs> miles from where you are. It's deep in the mountains. Like deep. Okay. I'll um, instruct Chone on how to find it. I will follow oh. the guidance given to me. Chone, you head down the road you're on, and then there's like a basically what's like a fire road, right? Um, that heads east along a ridge line that's moving uh, west to east. At one point, Apex is like, okay, there's gonna be like a like a series of squirrel heads, like squirrel skulls, in a pile and then right past that we're going to take a left it's not going to look like a street but there's a road okay and that, you literally that. drive through a series of bushes that look like nothing and then you pop out onto a dirt road okay those were, those were definitely squirrel heads because the next road was raccoons you're going to pass by some hills and hollers and at about the fourth <laughs> holler you're going to take a, a jaunt to the right. Now, it's just a little jaunt, but... You head down into a draw. Do I hear banjo music? No, because Don't you're in California that. still. Um, yeah. We're not close to the Nobody in California plays the banjo. <laughs> the nobody, does, nobody, nobody in California from L.A. plays a banjo except Steve Martin. Uh, uh, and he does play the banjo. Is he, he my banjo, friend? How many ID points to have this friend be Steve Martin? Is no. Steve Martin an immortal? <laughs> <laughs> what was his friend's name? Huh? Oh, I What's didn't his... give a name. It's Steve now. Steve Martin. <laughs> okay, so you head down into a draw about 600 meters, and you literally, it looks like a, like a wood, it's just a, a basically, almost looks like a shack. Okay. But you see a a guy standing out there. He's about 37, white hair, long beard, big nose, and he's like just kind of looking skeptically at a, at the car as it drives into his I give a little thing. little wave. <laughs> give me a perception check. Oh boy. Anybody can. Is he wearing bib overalls and boots? No. Oh. <laughs> now I'm disappointed. 17. Okay. 20. Uh, 20. Go ahead. Uh, no, he's wearing like sateen short shorts <laughs> and a tank top. Yes. <laughs> okay. 24. Okay. No, he's wearing sateen short shorts and a tank top that's bright yellow. With like an orange skull on it. Gotta love the um, neon. Caleb, what you notice is up in the trees, he has camouflage mounted solar panels and like dual band transmitters all over the place. Like this place is like stealth tech land. Oh, 
I'll get out of the vehicle after we park. And it's like, Steve! He's like, you have friends! You didn't say you had friends! I thought, I need to say I have friends, and then that thought did not connect to the uh, texting action. These are my friends! (laughs) He's like, so is somebody (laughs) after you? Yes. Maybe? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't include thingy. I did include that in my text, right? Okay, so let's go inside. Yes. And we'll relax. Good plan. Do you have a place we could secure a prisoner? Which one of them is a prisoner? (laughs) The The one in the middle with the bandages. Yeah, the guy tied up. Well, he just looks like he's had a bad day. You know what you need is you need some cheesecake, sir. (gasps) You have cheesecake? I have my cheesecake. My famous cheesecake. I don't know what that is, but I'm intrigued, sir. Is this like a okay. special cheesecake? Yes. Oh, oh yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> so Steve leads you through the shack and then opens like a hidden door that leads down to a thing. And then it kind of like walks into the waddle and then it comes up basically into what's a camouflage sunroom. Right. So it's this glass domey thing underneath the tree line. And you see computers and glows and just stuff everywhere. Just clutter. Um, also, more than a few cannabis plants. Some separate containers yeah. that have mushrooms in them. Apex and Steve had some real chill times. So, <laughs> Steve's like, I think you all need tea. Yes. Yes, please. I, I owe so, you. Steve Steve puts on a kettle and then uh, after a couple minutes grabs the steaming kettle and a plate of cheesecake out of a refrigerator and sets it on a like it's like an old coffee table that was made out of a series of pallets he's like everyone eat up and brings out like a wide variety of teas he looks at at Zed (laughs) and he goes you look like a Darjeeling person I think dark tea. <laughs> Earl Grey, actually. Earl Vanilla. Grey. You know what? Uh, Be more guess, basic. But... Be more basic. <laughs> and then I mean, he... I love this ensemble, but... <laughs> he skips like you it. some Earl Grey tea and <laughs> hands you a teacup. What, what are the chances <laughs> that this is actual tea and not something else? <laughs> uh, he took it out of a package, so you're presuming it's actually tea. Fair enough. I've already gotten myself a cup. And he says, so um, who's trying to kill you now? Mm, I mean, kind of like a lot of people. I, it depends on like if you mean now in general or now like this very moment. Like today. Like today. today. I don't know if today. we know who it was. Do we know who it was? No, it, it, I, have a, a, I have a guess. I have a guess. It, it's, it's a various consortium of ne'er-do-wells and uh, yeah. corporations. Yeah. I, I is, kind of can narrow it down to probably one. Corp. I got out of the city. It was I just know. too much. That the Just the, the pace and the pressure. And oh, my Lord. It yeah, was just too much. I know. But do you have any bandwidth out here? I mean. Oh, yeah. No, check it out. 
He's got a sweet setup. Might definitely. Yeah, I'm gonna check his. Oh yeah, you you look and uh, it's a closed network. You're gonna need a passcode to get into it, but you can see they've literally hid probably thirty dual band receiver transmitters in the trees. Hmm. That are pirating off satellite stuff on direct line of sight. Interesting. I didn't know you guys could get this out here. She goes, "Oh, we have all kinds of wonderful stuff," and and she uh, she gives Red Cap some cheesecake, and he's like, he's got his hands bound behind his back. He's like, "Seriously, can I just can I have some cheesecake?" I'll cut him free. It's fine. Feet are still bound, though, right? Nara starts drinking some green tea. <laughs> he starts eating some cheesecake. He's like, oh, the sugar. It helps. It's real good cheesecake. So, yeah. That's... That's like a whole thing. What? Like the... You being hunted through the woods of Northern California. You know... It's been a busy week. Time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Listen. Like, you know how I get in over my head? Like, yeah, like look, here? Put like, your now feet I'm up. like, I have, here. I have the feet salt baths still over in the back room. Okay? Oh my God, you're the so, best. So, so get your feet into those. Ugh. It will be fine. Rest for the night. Nobody's found me here for like a decade now. It's fine. <laughs> so, I'm going to say <laughs> that this nervous. is actually. <laughs> One of the people that's actually that actually trained you, Apex, early. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking, like pre Alondra. Yes. Yeah. This yeah. is one of the people that trained you how to be a hacker. Yeah. So yeah. And so, and then he looks and said, "He's like, no cheesecake. Eat the cheesecake. It will make you feel better." It always makes me feel better. Is, is, is this a is this a, it makes you feel better because it's a down home good cheesecake or because of what you added to the cheesecake? He says, does it really matter at this point? Yes. <laughs> Just eat the cheesecake. Why not both? <laughs> it's good down down home special cheesecake. Mm. <laughs> I'll be fine. Okay. And so um, Steve looks at Chone and says, is there anything I can get for you? Again, salt feet baths. I recommend them. They're so refreshing. They just give you so much energy. Uh, this room, bad feng shui, bad. I'm cluttered. It's okay. But those ones, salt baths. They're amazing. No, I'm, I'm fine. Could I have the password for your network? Just oh, for yeah. Guest Hand me your glow. Can, can I have your glow? Yeah, I lock it down for just like yeah. password only. <laughs> so uh, he puts in the password and hands it back to you. Full access. Thank you. Chun's like completely absorbed in Glowtown. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you have any other? Uh, is this it? Is this the whole party? Oh, we have one more. I'm not sure how far behind he is. There's always for one more here. He By also way, has no idea where we got, are. I just got this wonderful ham and we could make it for dinner with some scalloped potatoes. 
Oh my God, Steve, you're the best. And I think roasted Brussels sprouts. Oh, oh, do you have any um, bacon to go with the Brussels sprouts? Of like, course. Oh, gosh. Let's just stay here, you guys. <laughs> um, do you mind if I send the, the coordinates to... You uh, trust them, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. And you know if you burn my hiding spot, I'm going to shoot you, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah. you get it. You yeah, I, I get it. We're on the same page. Yeah. Always, yeah. Maxie, you get a pin <laughs> for a location to go. Oh no, you Did don't. No, no. no. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. Maxie told us to go dark. Your transmission comes back like like I forgot about that. Maxie. So, bully doop, Maxie, where are you going? Oh my God. Uh, Maxie is hightailing <laughs> it uh, out of the facility. He drives past the farmhouse. Um, mm-hmm. As he passes the farmhouse, uh, like you kind of get a shot. He looks in the rear view, and the, there is, let's say for funsies, there is a, a small like cloud of like ROVs, uh-huh. and like some some items, some some maybe the, some of these are descending from a higher altitude over the facility. And in the mirror, you see like this shockwave come out from this facility. It's almost it's like invi- almost almost invisible but you can see this like wave pass through the air and those rovs just start to drop like just drop dead Mm -hmm. and as those rovs hit the ground there is a series of explosions from inside the main hangar that start to pop outward across the facility (laughs) the small houses the the housing units go up go up go up and as he makes his way past the farmhouse in the rear view you see the farmhouse like the whole side just blows out into the road uh behind him Mm -hmm. as uh he takes a right out of the drive and heads south you're heading straight back to silicon city ish so as we as we get a little bit of a distance away um maxi tosses the other glow into the into the floorboard basically of the passenger side reaches mm-hmm. in the glove box pulls out a fresh glow that's a it's a simple glow it's like a cat e it's like similar to what he had before yeah um but he powers it up enters in apex's number for the glow that she had mm-hmm Apex gets a note from Thanatos. <laughs> what does the note say? Location? Question mark. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna like hold it up to Chow and be like, I'm assuming this is Maxi. I'm gonna. Can I run a reverse trace on it? <laughs> yes, you can. Um, it's a Caddy Glow. It's currently moving down Highway One near Anchor Bay. Registered to Thanatos Jones. Yep. Can I get access to it over yes. the public network? Okay. Oh, yeah. Give me, a, turn... give me a software. Ch- give me a software check. I'm gonna turn the camera on, basically. You had 15. <laughs> Can I do it with two dice tied behind my back? Yeah. Beat a 15. It's a caddy glow. Oh, okay. Holy shit. Uh, actually, yes, I could have. Actually, I could have done that with just my skill and stat. Um, so that's 30, if it's 32, 47. So you see the glow is, is in the little, like, holder that's attached to the windshield, and you see Maxie's face as he's driving down the road. Okay. I'll, t- I'll turn on his my camera and display and be like, Maxie. Basically, just, I'll, turn on, I'll turn on a FaceTime call. Just yeah. send me location 
and disconnect. We're secure. <laughs> Location, and then you the the glow <laughs> goes, the camera goes off. <laughs> oh my god! I'm I'm just gonna text it to him. He's such a philistine. <laughs> I, I text it to him and I toss in like a, a thumbs up emoji and a question mark emoji like uh it's good <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna write a quick bit of code that uh, the pin and his you know when he pulls up the GPS location like a little except it looks like a little penis now oh okay because <laughs> he's being a dick <laughs> Maxi, Maxi clicks on the pin. The little, the little map comes up with the pin and the penis car, and penis mobile, penis mobile. (laughs) And uh, Maxi just like shakes his head and sets it back down, and follows the GPS coordinates to the location. Oh, warn him about the squirrel heads. Oh. BTW. BTW. (laughs) Left at squirrel heads. Friend, it's chill. (laughs) Don't worry. And hope you like squirrel emoji, skull emoji, squirrel emoji, skull emoji. (laughs) We have cheesecake. (laughs) So you head that direction, Maxi. It doesn't take you long to get there, because you kind of have a general idea where you're going now. Um, You do see a pile of squirrel heads. That's the place you turn left. Maxi looks at the pile of squirrel heads as he's turning, and he's like... (laughs) You pull down, and you see their car parked, and you see, again... Gentleman looks to be in the late 30s, white hair, beard, big nose, and he's, Oh, you're their other friend. Come in, please. Momentarily. And Maxi starts unloading the car. And again, 30 cal, grenade launcher, go bag. Like there's a bunch of equipment coming out the back of the sedan. Steve looks at you and he goes, Oh, so we're expecting like a fabulous party right now. (laughs) Did they not tell you? No, we came in, we had tea, we had some cheesecake, which we're still doing right now, and then you're bringing in the party. And it's totally fine. No, no, Steve, uh, Steve, is it? Whomever is after us destroyed three IOG drones from a remote remote tree line, and I just destroyed a secure location to avoid them. Well, either you're crazy, or... These people are going to do serious damage, but either way, we shouldn't do anything without tea. As Chone has said, uh, why not both? And yes, tea sounds delicious. Wonderful. Come on in. And then Steve leads you through what is, again, the appearance of a shack, down through a tunnel, and then back up to a hidden sunroom, which appears to be the primary living area for him. And you all see Maxi walk in. Oh, good. You found it. Yes, I got my penis here as quickly as I possibly could. (laughs) Well played. Okay. (laughs) This is all the equipment I could grab from the facility before I destroyed it. Oh. Wow. 
That's and Nara goes, so now they're all back together. What's the idea here? Survive? It's my short term uh, plan. So we need a non-compromised way to get back into what? Silicon City or get this guy to the IOG. And we, we need a way to know. not die. We do not know who intercepted the IOG transports. Yeah, I'd love to figure that out. She goes, I'll lay a 10 to 1. It was identical. Oh, that was my guess, too. <laughs> Great minds. She goes, we're going to need more freelancers. I believe Zed may have some contacts. That I do. That I do. And this feels like a... Uh, I don't know, a, a, a central place to start reaching out to some other people who want to cause some trouble. Hey, who are you reaching out to, Sid? Hmm. I guess I could see what Robert's been up to. Um, He says they got into some trouble. He okay. texts you back after the thing because you didn't actually end up sending him to the place. Right. Because you all took off. Mm -hmm. Right. But he says uh, because of that, they need some cash to pay for expenses. Like bail. <laughs> Did, didn't I give him some cash to find a safe house? No, you did not. <laughs> I thought I did. No, you did not. Shucks. <laughs> thought we talked about that. That little jerk. Shucky darn. Uh, yeah, what does he need? Whatever, let me rephrase that. Whatever he needs, I'll send him the souls. He needs 150,000 souls for bail and other expenses. <laughs> sure, I'll send him 200. Okay, and then he says, now what? One. Have you, have you figured anything out yet? One, stop getting into trouble. Two, wait. Three, profit. <laughs> you forgot the question marks, but oh, no. I was being more clear because I don't trust him to not fuck it up. <laughs> okay. He says, thanks for the souls. We'll bail guys out. Where do you want me to stage? Also, did you find out any stuff that you said you were going to find out? More about his stuff, because he still wants you to kill what's her name. Right. He wants Ellie. me to kill Aguilar. Oh, Kelly yeah, Aguilar. Right. I mean, we're, we're down for that. <laughs> she seems evil. Yeah. So I'll tell him uh, work in progress on that target. Absolutely still insights. <sighs> right now, we need to. We need to stage up in Silicon City, but low profile either non-corp area or near fringe he goes will do fortunately most corp sect have moved south have you seen news feeds 
been a little busy, <laughs> but I'll check. <laughs> and th so this by, is this, by this time of the evening, it's getting really late. Just so you all know, it's been a long day for your characters. Mm -hmm. As you check the news feeds, it appears there is an ongoing assault at the new Benevolent Tower in L.A. Oh, shit. That's not good. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Potentially in our favor. Uh, not not in favor of the whole avoiding war thing. Yeah, the, the, the whole total war thing, that's, mm -hmm. that's, that's not they're big, big player who might be all for but the war it thing. Might, Nara's <laughs> looking at it, she goes, she goes, your contact's right. It may move Corp Security out of Silicon City down to Angel City. Because the, bene the benevolent system is going to move to protect itself. That could lighten and some of the pressure. And if they're attacking the benevolent tower directly, it's a big move. Yeah, that's what Ballsy. concerns me. <laughs> Who, who's doing it, though? Uh, Bunch of jerks. <laughs> oh, wow. I pulled a natural 20. Um, it appears to be... It literally appears to be a group of independent freelancers and rebels. Hmm. Appears to be. Mm -hmm. This is for everybody. Oh, and please. Steve goes, oh, of course. <laughs> I have another one in the fridge. By the way, we're having ham and scalloped potatoes and roasted mm. Brussels sprouts with bacon tonight. How does that sound to you? Any allergies that I need to know about? That sounds delicious. I don't believe I've eaten in the last 48 hours. Oh, gosh. You look famished. Don't forget about the uh, sea salt, um, you know, foot baths. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have those in the back, by the way. Yeah, we're going to do that later. Interesting. <laughs> Gotta take care of, you know, self-care. I feel so like that... I need to help in the kitchen. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> you see that there's now an assault going on at Benevolent Tower. Steve heads into the kitchen and goes, anybody that wants to help, um, they open up a basically a, a domed vent over that opens into open air, crack open a grill, and starts slicing Brussels sprouts, fresh bacon, like the thick-cut bacon, extra salt and pepper, cumin, chili powder on the Brussels sprouts and avocado is, oil. Max is filthy and stinky, but he will uh, also go into the kitchen behind Steve and start washing his hands to assist. And Steve's like, if you need a shower, it's the third door down the hallway. Uh, should I do that before we eat? Go away. Understood. <laughs> Wow. Wow. We need I need to make sure these Brussels sprouts actually crisp up first before we put a lot of <laughs> these extra uh toppings on here. Let me let me help you out. Chona's is staying it. with Chona staying with Redcap and Nar. Maxi. Mm, uh, Redcap Redcap has drank a couple of things of tea and he's looking around and he's like of all the fucking things. You know, I we haven't gotten along very well up until this point, but I kind of, I, I, you know what? I think we're on the same page right now. Could be worse. He goes, anybody have cigars, cigarettes, something? 
He's like, I'm Nick fitting like a mother. I, I've got a Twinkie. <laughs> sure, here's the thing. Um, so, Z- Zed, you're in there with Steve. Steve is like, okay, you've got the Brussels sprouts. So they start, they've got like sliced potatoes that they've done in there. They're building a roux, mm. right? With some heavy cream, little flour. And Steve goes, hmm, let's see, we see some mozzarella, some sharp cheddar, a little Gruyere. bit of brie. Oh, Gruyere. Good call. Steve shreds his Gruyere, throws it in there, right? <laughs> and then, like, spreads the, the roux with the, the cream all over the potatoes with the cheese, right? Lots of fresh cracked black pepper. She goes, I, or he goes, I find when you're fighting the system, it's always better to do it on a full stomach. It's true. It helps with the thinking process. Exactly. We don't talk business at the table, but when you do it with a full stomach, then you're really ready to make decisions. So they're slicing up ham now and like quick frying the ham steaks while Zed does the Brussels sprouts. Zed, are you adding anything besides bacon to the Brussels sprouts? Um, probably nothing much more than salt and pepper. Okay. You said avocado oil, which is, which is good for cooking a nice crisp. I think the flavor of the bacon, if it's a good, like smoked, real thick, thick bacon. Real thick cat yeah. bacon, yeah. That, That's all we need with the Brussels sprouts. We don't so need much more. Since, since we've given Caleb the chance to really dive into cooking. I'm, I'm here for this. <laughs> is, do we have fresh bread? Um, they have some proofed dough <laughs> that you could do some oh stuff with. God. <laughs> I'm just gonna live here. Like, <laughs> I love Steve. <laughs> well, if it's uh, the steaks are gonna, the ham steaks gonna cook fast though. I don't want to waste. They time can they can slow baking. them down. Uh, I don't want to waste time baking bread though. That's that's gonna take a while. They do have some um, some thicker loaves that they baked yesterday. Ooh, that you could slice Ooh. up and do something with. Okay, so so I want to do like a Hasselback on those. Hasselback cut, a uh, little bit of oil, olive oil. Um, if we have like some salami or bruschetta, a little mozzarella. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, throw that under the broiler. Get uh, get get some appetizers going, like a like a pull apart Italian loaf. Okay. Whip up some pesto maybe. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Damn it, Caleb! You know I'm fasting right now. <laughs> Not hard to do. Um, so you all leave Red Cap, and everybody comes to the the big like remaindered wooden table in the center of the big sunroom, and Zed comes out looking more cheery than he's looked in the last <laughs> like three days. Is Zed wearing right? an apron? No. Zed does not wear an apron. Does he? Uh, uh, no, I, Zed does wear an apron. Are you kidding? Zed does. Zed, <laughs> you know, the clothes Zed's wearing? <laughs> uh, yeah. I was going to say, as somebody who cooks, yes, Zed would be wearing an apron. But I, but it's only like a, it's only a waist apron, not a top apron. Okay, so I was saying, okay, okay. it's it's still, just a, it's just a so, waist apron with pockets. It still but makes the, me happy. <laughs> the, Towel over my the, shoulder. The other three of you, the smells that are coming Ugh. out of the kitchen area, 
like as Maxie pointed out, he hadn't eaten in two days. You basically had whiskey and like <laughs> salt water in two days. And so Maxie's like you like your mouth is salivating as Steve and Zed bring the food uh, to the table. Wow. And then Red Cap goes, can I get captured by you fucking people more often? <laughs> sure. I, I, well, feel like seemed, we might, I feel like we might be hanging out together for a little bit, friend. Yeah. This, this seems to be a, a new situation. I mean, you, you could adapt the whole if you can't beat them, join them thing. Um, Steve looks at Zed and goes, so I've got like three pastries in the freezer right now, or the fridge, that we can use for dessert. But I think some fresh apple crisp is really what wow. today is calling for. Wow. Do we have ice cream? We do. Then apple crisp it is. Also, do we have a nice wine to go with all this? Because... Oh, um, <laughs> Steve goes, but of course. <laughs> But it's ham, so you know, we've got a bunch of stuff. And so they bring out whites and reds. Ah. Perfect. And Red Cap looks around again and goes, Seriously, there's no incentive to escape. No. Well, I think this is a win win. (laughs) And Red Cap starts eating. How we work. And then Nara looks at, at Zed and goes, See? You are the wild card. And that's where we'll end tonight's story with, with them eating dinner. <laughs> and while on the run, content. <laughs> for family. <a> family. <laughs> We're going to do the family thing. Okay. Thank you all for joining us tonight. I really appreciate it. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode of Chaos Inc. Um, we should be back with another Identical After Dark on Wednesday. But well, let's talk about our awesome cast. Michael, where can they find you on the interwebs? So you can find me at the Redemption Podcast. Uh, you can find me at Loser MLW on the socials. Uh, I'm in the Redemption Podcast with my co-star here, Kaylee. Uh, we've been doing that for about uh, six, seven seasons. It seems like it's been forever. But seven seasons, running. six years. Yes. Thank you. Seven seasons, six years. So you also find good. Me, you can find me every Tuesday night over at the uh, Lore Explorers Twitch channel doing a live costume stream of Curse of Strahd. It's my first time through that, and I'm dressing like a giant bunny. So this is a. I saw the costume. It's a win-win. You all need to see it. You all need to see the costume. Win-win for everything. If you want to be terrified, watch that stream because I'll be in your nightmares. (laughs) I didn't have nightmares that night. It's going to be amazing. Caleb, where can we find you, sir? Uh, You can find me on the social at the Caleb G. Uh, you can also hear me over on the RPG Academy Twitch playing in their 13th age game. It has been on a hiatus due to Catacomb, but hopefully we'll, we will be getting back to that high fantasy shenanigan very soon. By the way, I highly recommend that. I tuned in for a few of their streams and it's very good. So check that one out. Nice. Uh, Alex, weren't you? We actually did a stream with you a few years ago, wasn't it? Yes. 
It was a podcast, we did. actually. We I did. The, the RPG Academy did do one. It was one of our first ones for Identico. And ah. they ran one that actually, if you can go back and find it in the RPG Academy, affects this story. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Very cool. It's all all, also, together. very importantly, involves grilled cheese. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Let's be careful. Let's, let's be clear. Powdered peanut butter... Vodka <laughs> and grilled cheese. That was whatever we could find in that guy's fridge. I remember. It's we just made all about work. food. <laughs> okay. So if you can find that on the RPG Academy stream, go listen to that. It was an amazing thing. Uh, Michael is there. Caleb is there. Um, the whole RPG Academy crew. Go listen to that one. Um, Steph, where can we find you? Oh gosh, you can find me on all the social medias at Starlit Firefly. You can hear me on Welcome to St. Paxton podcast. Um, and you can hear me on my brand new podcast, Sawyer and Bennett and Zombies, um, which is at Sawyer and Bennett or SawyerandBennett.com. Right. Y'all go listen to this. Also, you will hear some cameos from yes. now, not just me, but more people from this cast are recording things. For the Sawyer yes. Bennett podcast, so yes. go check that out. And we have and we have like a whole like we have two seasons planned out already, so nice. it's, it's going to be, be fun. Yeah. So y'all check that out, um, Kaylee. Where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at ggkaleesama, and you can find me as mentioned by the one Redemption Podcast at redemptionpodcast.com. Thank you all for joining us. Once again, I'm Alex the Humanoid. You can find me on all the socials, uh, Twitter, TikTok. I talk about games and stuff there, too. At Alex the Humanoid, go to playidentico.com for more information about Identico. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Good night. Good night. Bye. Bye. Don't blink. Bye.